Welcome to From the AD's View. I'm your host, Dr. Cedric Brown. Before I get started, as I always do every show, I want to make sure that I give honor to God who's ahead of my life. Without him, there would be no me. There would be no platform like this that I could I could do. I wouldn't be the father. I wouldn't be the husband that I am um, without him. So I want to thank God. And uh, my special guest tonight um, is Mr. Dantiel Daniels. You didn't have an opportunity for NIL like it is today. What do you think really quickly? What do you think about NIL past, present and future? Uh, I think it does a disservice to people like you and me who the NIL wasn't available to at the time. Uh, but I do think that I, I like NIL. I like where it is. I do think that uh, for athletes now for them to be able to monetize from the name, image and likeness, I am a huge fan. OK. And then our next topic that we're going to talk about, which is very near and dear to the both of us, is uh, mental health and suicide prevention. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Suicide Prevention Month from September 15th to October 15th. Tell mm-hmm. me a little bit, what, what, how does that uh, impact you, suicide prevention and mental health? Yeah, mental health right now, um, it is a hot topic. Unfortunately, it should, it should have been a hot topic uh, because with athletes and just life in general, um, a lot of these things, it starts up here. Um, wherever this goes, the body will follow. So I'm happy that mental health is a hot topic right now. And it is so important, uh, just, just for life and especially, uh, with athletics. Okay. All right. And I appreciate that. And you're going to, you're going to hear about more of those things on from the eighties view. Let's get it. Um, let's bring back Mr. Dantiel Daniels on the show. And Dantiel, let's get into more of, you know, the topics that we were talking about. Um, NIL, name, image, and likeness, yeah. right? We have individuals, we have basketball, women in basketball down in Tulane that are millionaires because of it, right? Um, but if you go back to the mid-1990s, late 1990s, Mr. Ed O'Bannon at UCLA, he sued the NCAA for that very reason, for name, image, and likeness. Mm -hmm. But he lost. Mm -hmm. He lost, right? And he paved the way for the athletes right now. What what are your thoughts on that? You know, we didn't have a chance, but what are you telling your student athletes now? You You were a part of the men's basketball program. Um, before you, you're, you're doing, uh, you're, you're mentoring right now, running mm-hmm. student engagement at Tulane. Mm-hmm. What is it that you're talking to your students about with regards to NIL? Well, specifically with NIL, I tell them it is a blessing. So never take it for granted. Uh, just the ability to monetize from your own name, image and likeness. But I tell them that this is an opportunity um, of a lifetime. Um, I tell them, don't get confused. Like when you see those top earners of you, you see uh, Bronny James and all of these high earners, they getting millions. That, that's the creme de la creme, the top three uh, percent. But for my athletes here, 
they do have some impressive NIL deals. And I just tell them you have to be smart with the money because what good is having the money if you get it and you spend it on materialistic things and now you're in the same position that you started in before you had the money. So one, uh, we just had a financial literacy um, event earlier today to help our student athletes really understand what to do with the money, how to invest the money, how the, how not to have the money burn a hole in your pocket. One, because you're young, you really don't understand those things. But my conversations with NIL is you don't have to be the best. You don't have to score the most points to score the most touchdowns. You just have to have a following of some sort and make yourself marketable, which makes it an even playing field for everyone. And that's so true, uh, Dantiel. And I'm glad you brought that up. The The fact that you, you, you can have a student athlete who's a walk on, mm -hmm. right. That has a great following on social media platforms and has an opportunity to represent um, partners in the community, whether it be um, the auto, the automobile industry, it could mm -hmm. be restaurant franchises. It could be, you know, local mom and pop uh, stores and things like that. And, and everything, um, and you can speak to it. Everything is not always the cash or as the young people say, the bag. It's not always that. Sometimes it could be product, mm -hmm. right? They can give you product for, you know, five years or something like that. I mean, I know that um, I've I've seen and heard uh, student athletes that get NIL deals and it's strictly for food, right? <laughs> right. It could be a Taco Bell deal. You can have Taco Bell for a whole year for free, right? Mm -hmm. And they probably put a cap on it where you can come in every time that you come in, they'll let you spend, you know, twenty-five or thirty dollars. Mm -hmm. And and that in itself, both you and I, broke college students, that in itself can help because if I can go get me a quesadilla and you know and some <laughs> and some cinnamon twist and and you know and a and an Arctic uh, diet coke or something like that, uh I'm 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 winning right as a student. I'm winning because the money yeah. is not there, mm -hmm. but if I can get that product, it's there as well. So you you mentioned uh, the seminar that you had with the student athletes mm -hmm. today. Um, did the topic of of investments and things like that come up? And if so, uh, what was that conversation like? Yeah, so he didn't too much uh, hit on the NIL, but he did hit on like Roth IRAs, uh, different things like uh, Acorns account for, you know, beginning uh, the beginners as far as investors, but really breaking down um, how can I turn one dollar into two? And I think uh, where the disconnect is from our athletes and, and the finances is they just see, OK, I can get this NIL deal. And I have the money, but now I just want to spend it. And kind of like what you were speaking to, it doesn't have to necessarily be the bag. It could be, um, you know, I want to partner with um, this this clothing brand and this could plant a seed uh, for something that could be even greater for, for something down the line. Or, you know, you can partner with, um, I don't know, the Dunkin Donuts company and, and figure something out with your NIL. So. Um, our show, our event earlier today was really based on the, the uh, financial literacy for our student athletes because a lot of them struggle. They don't really know 
like what investing is. They just think, well, I can save money. So we had to tell them uh, the difference between saving and investing. And I think that's very important for them. It is important because at this as at this stage in an 18 to 22 year olds life, they have they probably have had some uh, mentoring and some tutelage from their parents. Uh, and, and we hope that 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 is the case. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, at an early age, you know, getting getting jobs, you know, paper routes and, you know, cutting grass and things like that will help them uh, understand the value of money and how to save money, you know, for their future. Right. Mm-hmm. And it can be stressful. Right. All yeah. that can be stressful and all that can lead into our next topic that is. Uh, mental health, right, yes. and uh, and suicide prevention. Um, it is suicide prevention month, and uh, that 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 started September fifteenth, mm-hmm. and it runs all the way through October fifteenth. Yep. Um, you know, I I looked up uh, prior to our show um, last evening, and I just looked up uh, suicide prevention to see what came up, right. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was astounding the information that's out there about suicide prevention, because our young people, right, are dealing with this at a higher clip, mm-hmm. right, more so than ever. Yesterday on game day on ESPN, um, they had a, a coach that uh, is dealing with that. Um, he lost his son. You know, 21 years young, he lost his son because his son completed suicide. And as I was watching game day and, and watching that, you know, the um, the 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 anguish that I could see it in his face and I could see it, you know, it radiated through television and things like that. Um, what types of things are you doing at Tulane right now? Uh, whether it be university, whether it be athletics, what types of things are, are, are you doing right now to discuss those those mental health uh, resources or talking about how to get help for those who are in those dark, you know, those dark thoughts about um, about suicide? What's going on at Tulane right now? Yeah. So so for us, we have a subcommittee uh, through our SAC program, which is a student athlete advisory committee. Uh, We have a subcommittee uh, specifically for mental health and we call it a hashtag powerful minds uh, because we know the power of the mind and how important it is um, to really talk to people when things are good, when things are bad and when things are indifferent. So one thing we have is when you first enter um, the academic space here, we have a big wall and we have a photographer and we just ask you, how's your mood today? And we take a picture and we put it on there. And that is just to show that every day won't be your best day, but it's okay not to be okay. And when you understand that and when you realize that every day won't be peaches and cream, but here are the resources that we have to help you deal with those things and putting those resources out for our student athletes. It's crucial. We have four full time uh, professional mental health therapists um, at their disposal. If they ever want to talk about anything, we have a sports psychologist uh, to try to help our athletes really make sense of everything going on, because the, re- the truth of the matter is 
being an athlete right now was very different uh, when you and I were athletes. And so you have a bunch of different things. You have social media, TikTok, everything kind of pulling at your attention. So powerful minds with us here at, at Tulane, uh, they do a wonderful job at one, telling where our athletes, where the uh, the resources are, and two, just wrapping our arms around and arounding them and loving them and let them know we support you whether you have a good game or bad game or whether you don't play at all. And and that is a, a critical uh, point that you make, Dantil, that you are providing the resources, but you are showing them how to get to the resources and hopefully helping them to understand that the use of the resources are, are, are fine, right? Because like you said, it is okay not to be okay. And as I was looking, uh, thank you, Ms. Hollins. We appreciate you. We appreciate your support. I, as I look at um, this information, right, I went on the website and there's a 988 suicide crisis lifeline. And that message is, is simply hashtag be the one to. And yeah. it was things like, and I'm going to read this before we go to break. It was right. like, be the one to uh, ask the question, mm -hmm. right? Be the one to be there, mm -hmm. right? Um, be the one to keep them safe, right? Um, be the one to help them connect, mm -hmm. right? And then be the one to follow up, right? Yep. It, and it's so important. You, you know, um, Dantil, I'm your big brother. I'm a little older than you, you know, uh, probably old enough to be your your, your pops <laughs> and everything. And so when things were when things were on us, we mm -hmm. just kind of pushed them to the side and, yep. it, you know, we just deal, right? Yep. And our young people today, you know, um, they have an exposure to so much more. Like yep. you said, social media, you know, um, thank you, my producers, um, so much more on them. And it's so imperative that mm -hmm. individuals like you and me mm -hmm. that are in leadership roles in athletics, that we reach out to these young people, our men and our women, and let them know that there are resources out there and that we want to be the one to yes. help them. Right. Yes. So Dan Teal, stay with me because we got a special segment coming up at the end. Cause you know, we got to talk about that journey. Stay with me. I am Dr. Cedric Brown. You're watching from the eighties view and we will be right back after this break. Water. It's everywhere. We drink it, we bathe with it, we cook with it. Coffee's made with water. Toilets won't flush without it. It's used for washing clothes, dishes, utensils, pots, pans, floors, and our teeth. Plants and crops need water, animals drink it, and fish need it too. And don't forget, we can have a lot of fun in the water. Water. What will we do without it? From the creative team that brought you The Browning Project and Dead by Morning comes a new thriller that will change the way you look at white-collar crime forever. Falling. 
from the sky. I'm Leon Thomas with the Leon Thomas Group. Podcast, virtual events, webinars, streaming shows, and so much more. We want to be your partner in all things virtual. Welcome back to From the AD's View. I'm your host, Dr. Cedric Brown. Uh, before we bring back our guest, uh, I want to talk to everybody about the new book that I wrote. Um, it is my dissertation. It's on how black men overcome racial barriers and the status quo in NCAA institutions. Um, a good friend of mine, Dr. Tim Felton, um, said to me, he said, you know, said you need to share this information right it's um it's a, a research read it's it's all about how individuals persons of color men overcome either perceived barriers in the institutions and in the the industry that we're working in or real um barriers and um it is a um I think it's an easy read, and I, I think that the information that is in there hopefully can help uh, young people, men and women. Right? Uh, it can it can help not only persons of color, but it might be able to help someone else as well. Uh, the QR code that you see on the screen, um, we will display that QR code for the rest of the show. Um, if you click on that QR, if you scan that QR code. It will take you directly to Amazon and uh, you can buy the book. The book is in hard hardback. It's in paperback or you can get it uh, in digital form as well. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, you can reach me on my website is cedricmbrown.org or you can reach me on my new email address, which is from the ADs view at gmail.com. Um, I'm always open to new ideas for the show. I'm always open for individuals that have a, uh, a voice and something to say, whether it's in sports, education, entertainment, uh, it's family related or it's faith based related. Uh, please reach out to me in either one of those uh, those sources and uh, I will be glad to talk to you. Um, let's bring back Mr. Dantil Daniels. Uh, I call him Double D. <laughs> um, and let me tell you something about this young man. This young man is um, is dynamic in that um, we met again through LinkedIn, and I, I think LinkedIn is uh, is yeah. God's social media yeah. page. That's what I think it is. Um, but we met through LinkedIn, and um, I had mentioned something on my page. And uh, I think it was faith based that I said something and he reached back out to me. And then I met this young man the first time that my wife and I were leaving to come to my new uh, my new job out west. Yep. And 
he came to our going away party. That was the first time I saw him, right? And then we had so many other things in common that um, I just felt like I had to pay it forward to this young man. And then when he told me about his journey, um, it was even more um, exciting. And, uh, and I just had to keep him, you know, in my circle. So, Dantiel, tell us a little bit about the journey, man. STL, St. Louis, and now you in, you know, you in New Orleans. You and know, now, and now, yeah, for sure, man. Well, well, first of all, thanks for having me. And that is a true story, by the way. I definitely uh, pulled up, and thank you and, and your wonderful wife for having me. Uh, but my story is is it's unorthodox. Uh, you know, I, I, I grew up single parent home. Uh, my mom raised us. Uh, pops wasn't around. Uh, just had to figure it out. Um, had a learning disability. That was another obstacle I had to face even growing up. Um, so growing up in St. Louis, humble beginnings, it was rough. But, you know, what Tupac say, even though it was rough, we always had enough. Uh, and Mama made miracles every Thanksgiving, which she did. Um, but growing up, it was it was tough. But I found basketball to be my safe haven. And it's 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 kind of like you you fall in love with something that you didn't know you liked. Um, and as I progressed in, in the game of basketball and we moved out to Winsville, I began to grow and I began to get better. And then from there, I just worked and, and earned a scholarship at Southern Illinois Carbondale. Uh, the Salukis played great basketball there, absolutely great basketball. Um, and then I transferred to Colorado State. Now, this is before you get that waiver and you get the one. Right. Right. And I had the red shirt. I had the red shirt. Right. You got to sit out for a whole year. Right. Right. I played great basketball there. Um, uh, I ended up playing overseas in Silo, Finland. Played great there. Uh, Really was unsure about my future at that point. Came home, became a graduate assistant for a year. Uh, Started the journey for my master's, uh, which was very important. That was the very first time that I actually learned and I say that not to be funny, but it was the very first time I, I should clarify. It was the very first time I took learning serious. It was like the aha moment when the light bulb screws yeah, in. And I'm like, man, is this what learning is? Right. right. This right. learning stuff is it's pretty lit. It's kind of cool. Like, I actually like it. <laughs> and so that's why my my uh, my background is in education. And so from there, uh, coach ended up resigning. So I went back overseas, played in China. Uh, it was okay. great. Uh, unfortunately, got my time got cut short due to COVID. And uh, for me, uh, COVID was a blessing in disguise because it made me realize sure. that my original plan of, well, I'm going to play basketball until my body or life tells me that it's it's time to stop. That was a terrible plan. Right. No backup. You know, it was just all athletics. And so um, COVID really forced my hand in a sense of, OK, well, what are the other skills that you've acquired? Uh, while being a student athlete, while being a professional athlete, uh, while being an instructor uh, and all of these things. And so my journey has just been kind of up, down. And then from there, I ended up coaching JUCO. Uh, I believe we were in the same region. Uh, I coached at Lincoln Trail. That's where I became an adjunct professor. I was at Lakeland College. (laughs) (laughs) Them Lakers. LTC, man. Yeah, yeah. So after that, um, was the Dobo at the University of Tennessee Martin, then got promoted to a special assistant. And then from there, um, uh, just kind of transitioned into this full time. So my journey has it's been a journey. And and, and let me and let me, let me, tell, me you tell you something. something. 
about, about how um, our lives have been similar, mm-hmm. right? I left college <laughs> and played overseas, yep. right? I came back. I went into coaching, right? I was at the JUCO level in coaching, <laughs> right? I'm at Lakeland College. You're at Lincoln Trail, right? Yep. And just for the just so everybody knows, before before uh, Dan Till was there, and I was at Lakeland College, we used to smack Lincoln Trail <laughs> around, right? We'd come down there and smack, smack the, the the green and and orange around. We'd yep. probably beat the green off them several times, right? And even before that, I played at Southern Illinois University. I played football there, right? Yep. And I was there back in the day when. In in the mid nineteen late nineteen eighties, you know SIU was uh, in Playboy magazine as a top ten school to party at in uh, in college, right? Okay. We had uh, we had the boat regatta. We yep. had you know they they uh, shut down Main Street right there and had the yes. big party down there Main Street. You know you go down the sticks and and play pool at sticks or Hangar Nine down there at Hangar Nine and the Dairy Queens right across the street. So. You know, we have so many things in common and I'm so um, I believe that God puts people in your life that either understand your life. Right. Because of the similarities. Right. Or they are someone that's going to add to and pour into your life. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I appreciate you sharing with me and the viewers that journey, Dantil, because it's important. And what I what I take from what you just said was even though you start out, you know, in a rough beginning, mm-hmm. if you have a support system yep. like those mamas. Yes, sir. Right. You have a support system like the moms and then the coaches and those other individuals, your professors and those individuals that are going to pour into you. And our last topic before we close the show, Mm -hmm. that faith Mm -hmm. that you have, right, that can help you to get along, you're always going to be uh, a better place. And before we get to that, I want to remind everyone that the QR code in the upper right hand corner of the show is for my book. um, And you can get that book on Amazon.com if you scan that QR code. Uh, you will be able to get that book. And um, those that do, I appreciate your support. And I, I appreciate um, the love in that. And if you have any questions about that, you can reach me at from the 80s view uh, at gmail.com or you can reach me at uh, cedricmbrown.org. Um, what does faith mean to you, Dantil? Man, faith is, is, is everything. Like I know throughout my journey that you know my my god was with me the whole time because it there was this unwavering just certainty that everything would work out all i had to do was grind just like you said it wasn't about you know how like the start was rough but you know with with faith and, and my family and uh just just pure hard work and just taking advantage of all my resources, my faith just stayed strong. And then everything ended up just working out because I always just had a work ethic. 
I kept my faith. You know, I stayed true to who I was, uh, no matter the situation. And I just always worked. Um, I knew that, you know, you can't pray for something and then go sit on your butt and, and watch Netflix all day. That, that's not how it worked. You know, if, if the prayers go up, the, you got to roll those sleeves up too, put that hard hat on and you got to go to work. So my faith has been very strong, uh, really, as of lately, as I've transitioned into this role. And uh, I've just been very fortunate to be around student athletes and uh, just very fortunate to be in the position uh, that I'm in. And I'm just always thankful uh, for the things that, that I have and for basketball being a great foundation uh, to build off of. Well, that's very well said, Dantil. And uh, in the word, it does say that work without faith is dead and faith without work is dead. Right. So mm -hmm. you have to um, put in the work to make sure that the blessings that are coming, that those blessings are um, are appreciated. Right. And the appreciation mm -hmm. is the work that we yep. put in um, until when people want to. They watch this uh, on Wednesday when we replay it, mm -hmm. and they want to get in contact with you. What's the best way to get in contact with Mr. Dantel Daniels? Yeah, for sure. Y'all can you can uh, email me uh, ddaniels1 um, at tulane.edu, and then they can go ahead and follow me on uh, Twitter or well X as as they call it, uh, Debo underscore Daniels. And the Debo nickname is because of how I played. I was a bully, and that name just always stuck. So. On the court, he's a bully on the court. On yeah. the court, that's yeah. right. With, Let me with, with, with three officials, you know, <laughs> and, <laughs> he, and he had five fouls, so we just make sure <laughs> we clarify that he was he was a bully on the court. On the court, that's right, that's right. Absolutely. Well, as always, little bro, and and that's how we talk to each other when we speak on the phone almost yeah. weekly, little bro yeah. and big bro. Um, yeah. I really appreciate you, man. You are a special young talent. Um, you are going to be uh, an athletic administrator that they put in 40 under 40, right? Um, that you're going to be somebody that is a, a bright and shining star. And, and the student athletes at Tulane University are better off for having Mr. Dantil Daniels in their corner. And so I appreciate you, bro. And I, I wish you nothing but the best, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Same to you. Wish you nothing but the best. Appreciate you, big bro. I appreciate you. Well, I, I thank you um, for being on the show. And I and I want to thank Mr. Dantil Daniels for, for being here with us today on From the AD's View. Um, as I close the show, I want to make sure that uh, everyone understands how much I appreciate your support and your love. Um, and without, like I said, without God, None of this would be possible. And, and as you can see in the upper right hand corner that uh, the QR code is there again for the ordering of my book, How Black Men Overcome Racial Barriers in the Status Quo in NCAA Institutions. Um, and you can reach me uh, at cedricandbrown.org or you can reach me on my new email at from the 80s view at gmail.com. I appreciate everyone. Thank you so much for viewing from the 80s view. If there's anything that I can do for you to make your day as special as the days that I have are, just please get in contact with me. And I thank everybody for watching. Good night and God bless.